I just want to give life to dead situations. If I can help a sister check herself and stop playing victim and start living like the vessel that she truly is, I feel like I've made it. Shit, we've made it. Good evening, gardeners. I'm your host, Naisha D, and you are now listening to another episode of Super Soil for the Garden. Today's episode was just, you know, um, something I was feeling. Um, it is 11.23 at night, um, and I'm sitting here in bed, and you know a lot of times, or maybe if you don't know, and this is your first time tuning in, I kind of go um, with the spirit, whatever I'm feeling, I, I run to that to express because I genuinely feel like there is someone that needs to hear it, so I do it. So I want to talk about um, forgiveness, and I've written down eight steps to forgiveness because this is something that I had to be reminded um about, you know, I, I, I understand the theory of it. I, I speak it, I teach it, but I'm human. And, um, I had to check in on myself today. Like <laughs> you need to start forgiving just a little bit more. And I want to go into, you know, these different steps because a lot of times we feel as though because we forgive, we still have to be accessible. And just because you're forgiving someone for what they've done to you or what you believe they've done to you, that does not mean that you have to keep yourself open. It doesn't mean you have to keep your heart open um, to put yourself in a situation where you can get hurt again. You know, forgiveness is not for them, but it is for you to move forward so you won't stay in this bubble of, of pain. So I want to go through these eight steps with you um, because I feel like they help me. I know they have helped several of my clients and I want to share with you this evening. So... Eight steps of forgiveness. Um, we're going to start with step one. Forgive or excuse me. Look, I'm, I'm focused on forgiving. Step one, figure out if the person hurt you intentionally or are you hurt because there was a different outcome and it looks nothing like your unrealistic expectations. Now, this is something um, that I went through earlier today, you know, I have these expectations from certain people. And then when they fall short of these expectations, I get upset. I get disappointed and not even looking to see if this person is actually intentionally trying to hurt me or deliberately trying to hurt me. I'm just looking at it as if I expected you to do something. And you didn't come through the way that I expected you to come through. And it's pretty selfish of me. Um, it's pretty selfish as, of us if we place these responsibilities on people, expecting them to come through in the exact manner as we envision them coming through. And when they don't, um, you know, we get disappointed. 
So we need to figure out step one to figure out are these people or have these people intentionally and deliberately hurt us? Were they did they seek out to hurt us or did we place ourselves in these particular situations um, or these particular relationships expecting something and then when we receive that different outcome we cry hurt Um, we scream that you know this person did this to us and they did this and now we're walking around and we hate this person and they probably didn't even know what they did it was the mere expectation that we set on this person and you know we were disappointed so um if it was intentional you know you have to find out um why they felt the need to hurt you you know where was the disconnect what happened within this relationship that went from you know, exuding love or whatever you guys had with one another and now exuding hate. You know, why are you the enemy? Um, because we also have to understand that hate is is from passion. Um, it's derived from love, which the moment that there is a disconnect in communication, that's when, you know, we get the the hate or false love. So, Again, figure out if this person is out to deliberately hurt you um, before you start getting upset or feeling like you can't forgive this person because you place these expectations on this person and they've fallen short of that. Um, Number two is communicate with the culprit. Um, There's a quote that's out right now on social media And it says everyone is out here acting grown or being grown until it's time to communicate. And um, that's the truth. You know, we we, we're quick to say that, you know, I'm grown. I'm a grown woman or I'm a grown man. But you can't even articulate your emotions or your feelings. Um, So, you know, how are you out here being tough with the world, but you're acting soft with your enemy? You won't even go to the person, the culprit that actually hurt you. You can't even express how you feel to this person, but you'll go outside of that person and talk about them when you haven't even addressed them at all. You know, you find more comfort speaking about someone who hurt you instead of going to that person and expressing how you were hurt by their actions, if it was intentional. Um. You know, I wrote that this goes for the ones that's always ready to pop off, the ones that brag about um, being short fused, um, you know, and that's normally an indicator that emotionally you are weak or at this moment expressing yourself is not something that um, is not your strong point. So we have to get out of this uh, world or this fad of, you know, I'm. My fallback game is good or or, um, you know, I'm I'm ready to pop off and you can't even talk to the person who's who hurt you. Like, how strong are you really? Um, Like. So if I know that someone is out to kill me, am I going to go around and talk about how that person is out to kill me and not defend myself? To the person, 
Um, I, I just don't understand how, you know, there's so many people who talk about this person hurt me and that person hurt me and this person did this and this person did that. And then when I ask them the question, um, so what did you do? Or, you know, when you went to them and expressed this to them, what did they say? And a lot of times they haven't even gone to the person. We really have to get our communication skills up. Um, and then once we do that and actually start to express ourselves and and communicate with these culprits, we'll find out that it's just a miscommunication. Um, if the person hurt you, you know, um, you know, why are, if I hurt you, why are you going to our cousin or our brother or our grandmother or and or calling our mutual friends and you're telling them about how I tried it or or how I played you why didn't you just call me and and express how you had an issue or you know what I said to you hurt your feelings why do you wait so you're not in my vicinity and I'm speaking about me of course this this is not my situation this is just you know people you know why are you waiting why do you leave the the space that you're in and then create another negative space by going to talk about this particular person when you're already in that space and you can nip that in the bud? You can create harmony again, but yet you find more comfort with getting hurt and then going out to breed hurt which you feel like may ultimately go back to that person. So I'm going to do something to hurt this person because that person hurt me. When in all actuality, this person's probably not even trying to, again, hurt you intentionally. Um, You know, then you have to ask yourself, how important is this relationship to you if you allow miscommunication on your end? So if you say that you love this person, um, you know, and you you genuinely care about your relationship with this person. Why allow miscommunication to come in your way? And don't get me wrong, now, if you've tried several times and things are repeated and it's a, a cycle of destruction, then that's one thing. But if you're not communicating and you're not expressing yourself and there's no positive dialogue, you are just as at fault as the other because you're not doing your part. You're saying that you you care for this person, you love this person, but you're not doing what you need to do to continue on a healthy relationship. You know, they say if you know better, you do better. Right. And you, you, you teach what you preach. So if you know that there could have been a better way um, or certain things can be handled differently, then you have the responsibility to do that. And if you don't do that, you're just as wrong as the person who, quote unquote, hurt you. So let's move on to number three. Um, Number three is measure the healthy balance between sympathy and empathy and then apply. So we don't want to confuse the sympathy and empathy with pity because oftentimes uh, with empathy, we confuse it with pity and sympathy and compassion. Pity is a feeling of discomfort at the distress of someone and often condescending um, 
like condescending overturns. When it comes to pity, um, we're saying that this person does not deserve um, to have this plight and it can't be reserved or overturned. When it comes to sympathy, now this is the what they call in psychology the fellow feeling or the community of feelings. And this is a feeling of care and concern for someone um, accompanied by wishing to see them happy. So basically when it comes to number three is I just want you to put yourself in that person's shoes. And even after you're in their shoes, place yourself in in this very, you know, that same perspective, how would you respond? Um, you know, if you were in their shoes, if the roles were reversed or switched, how would you respond? Think about it from that way. Um, would you respond any differently to how they responded? Um, and then ask yourself, can you now understand and why? Because you know that, you know, hurt people hurt people, but a lot of times when we have these disagreements with people or these misunderstandings, there's no empathy. There's there's no sympathy either. So if you practice putting yourself in someone else's shoes before you go off on a tangent and reacting in a manner that's not conducive to the relationship, then again, you're just as bad. We don't want that. So here we are, we're, we're, you know, on the eight steps of forgiveness and we have the one, you know, to figure out if this person is intentionally hurting you um, or you just have these expectations and they're falling short of your expectations and you probably have not expressed those clearly and concisely to communication, communicate with the culprit, the one that you feel like hurt you instead of going off to you know, all these other family members or all these other friends and whatever, you go to that person that you feel like hurt you. Number three would be exercising empathy and sympathy, placing yourself in these people's shoes, um, trying to see if you were act the same way, if you were in, you know, on the other end, um, how would you act differently? And if you would act differently, then what would be the outcome? If you will not act differently, then there's no reason for you to feel like this person needs not to have or receive forgiveness. Number four is like really big for me um, because I'm super big on journaling and writing out your feelings and your emotions. So number four is write a letter to yourself expressing why you believed you dealt with um, whatever the situation is. And if you did not see it coming or if you did see it coming, why did you ignore whatever the situation was? So, all right. So we can't change anyone but ourselves. Right. So we need to make sure that we go back and revisit our actions. Why did we do whatever we did? Um, what were we expecting the outcome to be? If this person hurt you, more than likely, if you're at the point of questioning whether you should forgive them or not, they've hurt you before or they've shown you signs. So you need to ask yourself, what was the first sign? What was that red flag? And when you figure out what that red flag was, you have to ask yourself, why did you choose to ignore it? 
So, you know, here on Super Soya for the garden, it's always about you, you know, your soil, your soul, how you checking in on yourself. What role did you play within these relationships and why these relationships are how they are now? So when it comes to number four, get your pen and your paper and write down, you know, what role did you play? You know, whatever this situation is um, that's that's causing you to question whether or not you should forgive someone, you know, what were you expecting to happen after you've seen the first sign or the first red flag? And when you've seen that first red flag and you chose to ignore it, what did you think was going to happen after you ignored it and, or did not nip it in the bud at that time? Because we got to hold ourselves accountable for our pain instead of, you know, projecting it out or, or placing a blame on someone else. It's like you played a part in this. You had a role in this play. So what was your role and how could you have done something better to get a better outcome? So if this person has hurt you and you're like, fuck that, I'm not going to forgive this person or damn, should I forgive them so I can move on? This is not the first time you've been hurt. This is not the first time this person has showed you that they cannot either be trusted. They can't be loved. Um, you know, you can't depend on them for whatever. These these people that you're questioning whether or not you should forgive, they've shown these signs. So why why did you let that go? Why did you let that first sign go without saying anything? So. That's number four. I'm really big on writing it down because it, it gives you you get to own up to the role that you play and and what better way to make relationships greater um, than checking in on ourselves and questioning what we did wrong. So we can then go and communicate with the culprit um, and be able to articulate our wrongdoings um, to you know, help the relationship. Number five is map out your exit strategy. So what does your future look like with or without this person? How should you exit this door of betrayal or hurt and never walk back in? What does you walking out the door look like? And what does you staying look like? So here you are, you're questioning whether or not um, you should forgive this person. Now you have to ask yourself, once I forgive this person, what do I do? You know, do I forgive them and do I express that I've forgiven them? And then I exit the door and then, you know, go part, we part ways. I go about my way because right now, you know, we're on two different wavelengths and your energy is not in line with my energy. And I'm fully aware of that. And I, I understand that people evolve at different times. So I'll let you know that I've forgiven you and I'm acknowledging what you've done. And I want you to know that you've done this, but I must go. Or is it a case of, um, you know, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I've noticed. This is how I feel 
because of the role that you play or I allowed you to play in my life. But I want to move forward with you. And by me expressing this, hopefully we can get on the same page after this. Or um, you just going to be out. You saying nothing. You don't you don't feel like the relationship is important enough. You feel like their actions have spoken to you more than them actually using their mouth to speak to you. And you don't feel like you owe anyone an explanation or you owe this person an explanation because maybe you have expressed repeatedly how, you know, you're hurt by certain actions. So you have to map out your exit strategy and figure out how that look, you know. So while you're writing down the role that you played and what your ex, um, what were you expecting and the first signs and, you know, where you are in your life at this moment, what is your exit strategy? What happens after this? Do you go and then you talk to this person and then you move forward with this person? Do you not speak to this person at all and you continue to move on without saying anything? Or do you go to this person and say that, you know, let them know that you're aware of what's been going on, express how you feel and then move on peacefully? So before you, um, you know, go and communicate with this culprit, you have to ask yourself, what am I expecting? You know, what What am I looking for? Am I going to stay? Um, what does staying even look like? You know, if I do forgive you and, and I stay here, what does that look like? Am I going to um, start new rules? Um, am I going to give an ultimatum? Um what does that look like? And that leads us on to number six, which is set boundaries for the person and yourself moving forward. So um, right now, realistically, you've you've expressed everything. You've thought of your exit strategy. You're ready to speak to this person, the culprit, and let them know what's going on. So what is now expected of you? And what is now expected of the other person? You know, what is now allowed, which wasn't allowed before or vice versa? Because here you are, you're a hurt person um, or you you are confused, you are disappointed. And this person is the face or the representation of this emotion. Every time you think about this person or every time you see this person, this is what this person represents. Anger, hurt, pain, betrayal. And you're not sure whether or not you should forgive this person. But all right, here you are now and you know that um, forgiveness is, is your cleansing so you can move on. And it's not even about that person, but it's about you. So now you know that you want to forgive and you're ready for, to forgive. You know that you have to communicate with the person who has hurt you, the culprit. You know, before going to communicate with this person, you need to write down your thoughts. You need to make sure that everything that you're feeling is intact and is not just emotions everywhere. You actually put thought into this. You actually paid attention to yourself. You paid attention to their actions. You paid attention to why you allowed it to go as long as it's been going. 
you acknowledge the role that you play in this relationship and you've thought about the exit strategy. So here you are now and it's time for you to then, you know, go to your culprit. You have to figure out what these boundaries are. So if you've decided to forgive and move forward with this person, there has to be a sit down. You guys have to talk about, um, you know, how does the relationship look now that you've come across this bump in a row? So how does the relationship look? What are you going to allow that you didn't allow before? What are you not going to allow that you did allow before? What are you going to express that you did not express before, which probably caused the miscommunication and misunderstanding? Um, what are their expectations um, for the relationship? How do they view you? How do they see you in their life? And this is something that you have to you know, speak about in this sit down if you're choosing to forgive someone. And setting boundaries is something that's really important because that's your protection. You know, you have to make sure that I know if I do this, I'm not going to do that. And I know that if I'm going to move forward with you, um, this has to happen for my sanity. Now, if you choose to walk out and and forgive and, and not say anything, you still have to place boundaries. You still have to learn how to set boundaries because if you don't, you're going to find yourself in a similar situation, in a similar relationship. Um, the cycle is going to repeat itself because you're not in protection mode or you not you have not addressed that issue and set the boundaries to make sure that someone else don't come into your life and do the same thing. So either way, you have to set these boundaries. You are um, deciding to forgive and move forward with this person. You need to sit down and have this talk. You want to forgive silently and keep moving you need to sit down and have the talk with yourself and set boundaries on future relationships, whether it's friends, family or foe. Um, if you decide to forgive and let them know that you forgive, but want to move on, you have to set boundaries not only for your future relationships, but you have to set boundaries for this person that you've expressed to them that it's time for you to leave but you forgive them you know what boundaries are you going to set with that are you still going to allow um free access are you still going to allow you know home visits are you still going to allow phone calls emails social media you have to set boundaries and all of this should be handled written down and and um clear before you reach your culprit Number seven is really, um, you know, is, 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 is really important to me as well, because this is where I was lost the most. Um, I can figure out one, two, three, four and five, um, even six. But seven was really difficult for me um, because I didn't even know what this looked like. And seven is to forgive yourself. So we tend to beat down on ourselves because we believe that um, 
you know, what everyone else would do. What would everyone else do if they found out um, or got wind of the situation? So say you're in a relationship and the person or the culprit um, cheated and you want to forgive and you want to move forward with this person. And your thing is like, well, damn, what if my sister finds out that I still stay with this person after he's cheated on me or after she's cheated on me? We tend to worry about um, everyone else and, and how we are viewed on the outside world. And so now we um, must be in the mode of fuck what everyone else says or think, right? Um, of you and just forgive yourself for allowing it to happen because, you know, we all fall short. We all make bad decisions. We all go into situations where we may have known that it wasn't good for us, but we still did it for whatever reason. But you have to forgive yourself and tell yourself that it's okay. Um, it's okay to make mistakes because how else will we learn if we don't make these mistakes? So forgiving yourself is really important. And that's something that you would have to make sure you do in addition to forgiving the culprit and moving forward, whether you decide to move forward with the person or not move, you know, move forward um, on your own. You still have to forgive yourself because, again, you'll find yourself in a repeated cycle or going into another relationship and, you know, the insecurity and then a depression and then continuously beating down on yourself. You have to learn how to work on you and also work with others um, to, to keep these healthy relationships. Last, but the very least, is number eight. And that's basically forgive them. Um, because at the end of the day, we are, <laughs> we're all human when we all fuck up. Um, you know, what I like to look at it as we, we bring on our own reflection in these relationships. So if I'm a broken person, I'm going to align myself with a whole bunch of other broken people. And we have to understand that these people that are acting the way that they're acting, they're only, <clears throat> excuse me, a reflection of something within us. So, you know, we are them. We, we're the people that's hurting us. Um, you align yourself with them, which means that um, in some way, you know, they're a reflection of you. You know, how are you going to be around somebody but don't share the same traits? You know, that whole birds of a feather flock together. You guys share something. You guys share a similar trait, and that's why you're together. But if you're on your path of evolvement and, um, you know, during your evolutionary stage, you want to do better, you can't be upset at the other person that has not reached that level that you're 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 reaching or you know you're trying to reach. So why so why should you forgive? Um you know, not forgiving 
causes generational curses. Um, and subconsciously, it, cre- it creates these curses. Um, I, what I wrote down was, you're creating generational curses and don't even know. Um, you know, there's lonely people. <laughs> you know how many lonely people told me I don't need friends? Or how many broken women in my family told me that men ain't shit? Ugh. And that's real. Um, growing up, that's what I heard a lot um, from women in my life. You know, men ain't shit, men ain't shit, men ain't shit, men ain't shit, men ain't shit. And they probably truly believed that men wasn't shit. But they had these unresolved issues that they created these curses. And here I am growing up as a little girl going into relationships already with the notion that men ain't shit. So I'm going to find men that's not shit that represents, you know, not doing anything with themselves. Um, I'm going to take what isn't good for me because all men are like this, right? So even if I'm not with this person and I go to another person, I'm still, uh, you know, welcomed with a bag of shit. So, you know, if you're if you're a mother or if you're a father, having these unresolved issues are not only a detriment to you, but it's a detriment to your generation, to your family, because you pass on these notions or these beliefs to your children um, or your nieces or your nephews or whatever. And then they come up with the same ideologies, which just perpetuates a very, very, very dangerous cycle when we could have prevented all of this by just communicating. Um, So that's one reason why we should forgive. The second reason is what I wrote was your selfishness towards your new relationship. Um, You know, we're we're entering new, quote unquote, relationships, but still holding on to the hurt badge of armor. Um, like the person in your, your new relationship supposed to accept that. And why do I need to accept your baggage? You know, if you, you, if you haven't forgiven this person or this person hurt you, how selfish are you like to come over here and expect me to take on what you haven't dealt with? So not only is this forgiveness perpetuating a dangerous cycle within the household, it's also creating more relationships that does not have a strong, solid foundation outside of the house. Um, You know, this so that was pretty much what I wanted to tap into, you know, forgiveness and why it's important and where we are now and how we need to move forward with forgiving ourselves, forgiving other people, communicating and not creating this this fucked up generational cycle of brokenness. Till next time.